This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from downtown Glen Burnie, Maryland in the M portion of the DMV. Yes, we are in the confines of the District of Columbia, State of Maryland, and of course, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, speaking of Virginia, of course, it's the second week that the mermaid is without us. Uh, and we are without her, however however you want to put it, however you want to look at it. Uh, but joining us this week, we have uh, the dulcet tones and uh, explosive content. That's why <laughs> that too um, of uh, C4. That's why we call her C4, Cheryl Ann Forster. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing quite well, thanks. Pardon my voice, guys. I was at the game. The other night and still recovering, but it's all good. Well, that's that's the kind of thing that is is actually pleasurable to recover from, especially since it was a win. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Sorry, for I didn't sure. didn't mean to go all romance novel on everybody there, but yes, he did. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> well. All right, so so nothing fancy this week, but it was a great week if you're a Caps fan. Uh, three games, all three games, one in regulation, and I, you know, it, it's it's finally starting to look like they're they're beginning to turn the corner and start getting back to, you know, winning hockey and Caps hockey the way you know well the way, way as can be played. Um, <laughs> with uh, with the personnel that they've got right now which uh, is is actually varying as we speak more on that later so uh we'll just uh we'll just dive right into the on ice action as we do okay so yep so three games as i said and so the first one was this past monday night the fifth still on their road trip against uh the edmonton oilers and that's always kind of a scary one, but the this game, well, I, I you know, it won't be our focus game, but I want to talk about it a little bit because when you can hold uh, both Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl each to one shot on goal each, now granted, yeah. one of them went in. Well, that's because Connor McDavid does was doing what Connor McDavid does. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you give you and give Connor Mc... didn't even get his shot till the third period, so that's well, really impressive. exactly, exactly. But if right, if you give Connor McDavid fifty feet of open ice, and and, and mm-hmm. yeah, and give him the puck. Oh, you here? It's your birthday. It's an early Christmas. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go here. ahead, shorthanded go on us. <laughs> You know, we got to make y'all look a little good. You know, we are we're, we're tied, so you know, know it. Yeah, we were tied at that point. Yeah, and that yeah, that was actually a, the go-ahead goal. But you know, thank thank yeah. goodness for you know T.J. Oshie and and the, the power plays stick-to-itiveness, and they, they got they got one back, and then uh, Nick Dowd yeah. got the got the winner in the third. And they, but you know, key to that game, of course, like I said, was was shutting down that that go-go offense, and yeah, like I said, restricting Dreisaitl and McDavid each to one shot on goal. Then if you're doing that, then you're living well. That and, was crazy. And, and you're winning. And i uh, got to give a little bit of credit to their goalie, Stuart Skinner, who was the number one star of this game. He, he, uh, he faced 50 shots. Caps had 50 mm-hmm. shots. 
second most of the year. Believe it or not, they actually had more than 50 in, in another game this year. So it's actually the second most. But if you can believe it, yeah, 50 shots, and Skinner got all of three of them. So 47 mm-hmm. saves. Pretty pretty darn good. That's a 94% save percentage. Can't really ask a whole lot more of your goalie. So right. stick tap to him uh, grudgingly from from the other side of the bench uh, because that was he, he played a hell of a game, got to admit. Yeah. But, you got to uh, yeah. get credit where credit is due. I mean, he should. He should. Uh, he's he's clearly he's clearly the better goalie on that team. I think he should get more starts. Uh, Jake Michael and I last week kind of kind of hinted at that a little bit, uh, just a little bit. Didn't want to yeah. want to get in too much of an argument, but yeah, I mean, I think we would be both in agreement that yeah, he's clearly the better goalie on that team. But not to get too buried on that. Um, well, right. you watched the game. Did you, did you have any comments on that? Um, not really. I mean, I, one thing I have noticed, and, and we can talk about this more later too, is I've noticed the face-off percentages are starting to creep up. We are consistently close to, a lot closer to, if not over 50% than we used to be. So um, that's something that I've been, you know, concerned about over the past, the course of the year and stuff. But um the power play unit still is very, I mean, we had, what, three power plays we scored on one of them, which is great. Um, I mean, again, we can talk more about that later. It's just the power play has just been very inconsistent lately. So, but again, what else is new? But all in all, I thought it was a great team effort. The defense played well. They actually looked like they wanted to play defense. Um, and... So they were getting to the net more than they had been. So I think all in all, a much improved game. Um, I was very happy with this game. Yeah, I, w- um, I was definitely happy with the, the the defensive effort. And this again, this is this is what happens when you commit to the full sixty minutes and you commit to the game plan, and mm-hmm. you realize the task in front of you. And this is why I think. If, if the Caps would just, to a man, if they would just realize that more more often instead of yeah. you know, thinking things are going to come easy for them, if they put in the effort yeah. and, and stay committed and focused, they can win some games. They can, right. they can climb up the over, Yeah, or in some cases overthinking things. This isn't hard, people. You know, you know how to play <laughs> hockey. Go out and play hockey. Don't think about where you're going to pass the puck. If you see an open lane, shoot the puck. Somebody will be there, hopefully, to pick up the rebound if you miss, you know? Hopefully. I threw that in there. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, and I think the guys are finally kind of starting to do that. They're finally starting to realize, hey, we know how to play this game. We just got to play it. Right. So... But again, with all the injuries and stuff, you're right. It was all you, you, you and Jake touched on it. You and Anna have touched on it. It's finding that chemistry, finding that identity, and I think that's finally starting to click. Yeah, so they're, they're just... finally starting to yeah, finally starting to realize the lineup. The lineup is being solidified for well, however much it can be. Yeah, well, that's a whole different story. Ugh. Um, but. Yeah, it's it you know it, it's it's taking shape, it's taking hold, and that was not not more evident than than the results in this week. So we're going to move on to the uh, middle game of the week that was this past Wednesday, the last of the lo- uh, long road trip. Um, yeah, at the, the the WTF Center. Um, so against the Flyers, and uh, you you are always up against it um, when you face a John Tortorella coach team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, and the Caps fell behind, and I thought, oh God, here we go again, chasing the game. Gave up a power oh, yeah. play. Who scores? Kevin Hayes again. This guy always seems to score. Doesn't matter where he plays, he always seems to score against the Caps, and it mm-hmm. ticks me off. So he gets the first goal on the power play, and that's the only marker of the period. I'm thinking, oh geez. Here we go again, because the offense was was totally anemic, didn't do anything, only mustered four shots on goal. For the they whole, looked really tired. All damn period. They, looked- they, would, they looked like ca-ca. You and I were going back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. And we were, neither of us were, were 
yeah, we we were about ready to chew some iron or something. Because this yeah, was, we were about ready to do something. This I was, was about ready to go down there and kick Peter Lobulet out and take over. Um, and I quote exactly it's like they think Ovi is the only one that's allowed to shoot the puck and it's pissing me off how many times have you seen them skate down with an open lane to shoot and they freaking pass the puck question mark and there's nobody to pass it to exclamation point there shoot the puck somebody will catch up and get it I think you just said that I swear to God, you, me, Lynn, and everybody else on this podcast needs to go down there and kick PL out and take over. You said you said I could quote you. I did, absolutely. And I think that pretty much summed it up, how we were feeling the end of the first period, because, yeah, it was all kinds of terribibble. Hey, making it harder than it has to be. Yes, yes, they were. And uh, I threw in a comment about Strom having to shoot. It, look, uh, yeah. I love Dylan Strom. I do. I think I, I have made the comment so much that he is, if he plays his cards right, if the team plays their cards right, he can be the heir apparent to the throne that Nick Backstrom currently holds as the top line center. I think he can be all that and more, but right now, the difference, the difference is Backstrom knows when and well, okay. I'm sure, sure Strom knows how to shoot. He just doesn't know when to shoot. Yeah. And And, it'll come. I mean, he's 25, right? He's still a kid. I get, I I get that, but that is my, it's, it's a big knock, but my only knock on Strom right now, he definitely needs to shoot more because if he did, I think he would, that would be another way he would create a chance. But I just, I had to throw that rant in there because, you know, (laughs) it's so fitting (laughs) people. Well, people, I mean, people think I'm down on Strom. I'm not, I'm not, I love him. I think he belongs on the, the top line. Freaking lootly. I think he belongs on the number one power play unit, but I, you know, especially when they're on the power play, I think he just needs to shoot more. And that's, that's the one thing, mm-hmm. the one thing I wish he would do anyway. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah they do. Well, okay. So point being not to get too bogged down in this game, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you made the point. How can we have a different team on the ice tonight? Especially when you, they came off, they come off a game where they clamped down defensively. They got the right amount of shots on goal, at least, and they looked like they wanted to win. And that first period, nothing, just flat, yeah. weak sauce, just yeah. nothing, nothing at I mean, all. I, I mean, you could say it's playing down to the level of your opposition, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm not going to use that excuse. They just and I get and I get that because I had this chalked up as a win because as decimated Mm -hmm. as the Caps are with injuries, the Flyers are worse off, way worse off than we are. They got a ton of people out that could be helping them, and if they only had a goalie, they'd be they'd be an extremely dangerous team right now because. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When, when Tortorella gets a team to commit and believe, watch mm-hmm. out. Watch oh, out. Yeah. So when these mm-hmm. guys when these guys start to come back in the middle of the season, watch out for this team. They're going to steal some wins. I'm telling you right now. They're not going to be the patsies they are right now. So them being it's a, nothing a metro- else they're going to play spoiler for somebody. Well, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Because they they might have dug too far a hole, and and Tortorella probably doesn't have all all the guys he wants. So there's probably going to yeah. be a big retooling over the summer of that team. But mm-hmm. because they're they're a Metro Division rival, you watch out for them. You got to watch out for them because they they mm-hmm. when they get everybody back, they're going to do some damage. I guarantee it. Anyway, so for this game, the second period. Yeah, well, right. Well, so, Oshi Strom, Ovi, Ovi. Right. Well, Oshi again, again. For I'm for those way. of you, for those of you who doubted him, 
Listen very closely. Oshi again on the power play came to the team's rescue, ties the game. Strom, um, um, who uh, acted like uh, uh, the classic barber because he only gives tips. And uh, yeah, oh, okay. And so <laughs> that, that was pretty fun though to watch. Yeah, I, 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 I love that. Nifty little. I love I love that he stuck his stick out, did just the right height, just got just the end that of it. That was beautiful. That that was that that was nice to see, and and John Carlson knew exactly where where to put it. So uh, again, mm-hmm. it, it, me praising John Carlson, but what the hell, you know? It it, it is the scene. He's good at what he does, but what he needs to do, he's not so good at anymore. It, we, yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm gonna like. Uh, you know, Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it it makes it makes perfect sense. So to use an old uh, a Jim Rome term, I'm gonna rack that. So anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Ovi, then, right, right. Like you said, gets his two empty netters, uh, gets ever ever closer to second place on all time, and on the second one, uh, bit of a hoo ha. You know, one of the Flyers came over. You you no do that thing in front of the goal. You score the goal, and it was a bit of a to do about that, but it wasn't really anything. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like. Why did you do that? Why didn't you just let it go? You know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, but you know what? It, it, whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, and even it, if it had been another team that did that, I'd be like, whatever. It's there. Shoot it in. Why not? You know? Right. But, so had it not been for the power play, you know, kicking in. Yeah. The, the, yeah, would have been a yes. disastrous game. As it happens, they were one for four for this game. So that times didn't mm-hmm. look so good. More on that later. But they got the one, and thank goodness they did because I think they were floundering before yeah. that. So Yeah, I mean, they, they roared back with – they outshot Philly 12-8 in the second and came – and 11 – well, we got outshot 15 on 11, but – uh, Philly was definitely Philly fought that yeah, they, they fought back, which is yeah, that that's why they're gonna be dangerous because they, they don't they're not gonna quit. Yeah. They have a coach exactly. who's gonna not, not gonna won't let, let them quit. Right. He won't no. won't let them quit. So you know, that you're gonna you have to expect that. That's a hallmark of a, a Tortorella coach team. You have to expect that. Unfortunately they had enough mm-hmm in the tank and enough, you know, presence of mind and, and Lindgren yeah, bailed them well, out when they could have, hence yeah. his being well, second star of this game. Yeah. Yeah. And Al Koken said it best. He said, this game was played purely on gut. You could tell they were exhausted in the first period. They were tired, but they came back. They did not want to lose this game. They played the second and third period, especially the tail end of the third period, purely on guts. I mean, you could see it. I could see it and watch it through my TV. Um, so kudos to all the guys. I mean, again, they're finally starting to realize, hey, if we can, we can play this game hockey, you know. So yeah. I'm yeah. I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. I think it was a great game. They did make it harder than they had to at first, but at the end of the day, it's a win. It wasn't pretty, but we got it done. True, and uh, it it well, they might have been playing on on guts, but they also looked like they were playing on fumes since they were the end of the damn road well, trip. Yeah, that too. Yeah, guts and fumes. But you got uh, it, yeah. They you, you, it, they end of the day, they, they got the win, they got the two points, and it was in regulation, so that, and we're over, all that and matters. We were back to, and we were back to 500 at that point. <laughs> back to 500. Definitely a good thing to be at this point in the year. Uh, okay, so it was back home for the final game of the week. And mm-hmm. uh, so this is the one we're going to focus on because a certain somebody was there, uh, bore, bore witness to it. Actually, several certain somebodies that I know yeah. were there. <clears throat> but uh, several we'll very, discuss that, very discuss that a, a, a little bit at, at the end. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, I will uh, kind of – I will run down the scoring summary, and then you and I can discuss uh, what, what happened in the game. Uh, okay, so first period, Adam Larson uh, scores his third, opens the scoring for Seattle, seventeen fifty-one in the first. Morgan Geeky and Carson Kuhlman with the assists on that one. Um, then we had an Anthony Mantha sighting 
in the middle of the, or early in the second period, he gets his seventh. Matt Irwin, mm-hmm. his first point of the year. Alex Alexi of his first assist and point of his career yeah. with the assists on that one ties it up at 520 of the second. Okay, so then the Caps get a, um, uh, and I love that I love this term. And uh, Diane Doyle used it in her article, and then uh, I think Joe B. and Locker uh, also kind of threw this term around. Uh, one of those all-you-can-eat power plays. Yes. <laughs> and if you've never heard that term before, that means it, it was a major. It was it was a major penalty uh, issued because of that hit to Alexeyev. Who unfortunately we'll we don't really a have. A, later. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it as much as we can. Admittedly, I don't have as much word as I'd like right now, but we'll we'll speculate on that. Anyway, so it was because of the hit on Alexeyev that that knocked him out of the game. Well, the the hitter was knocked out of the game as well because he was given a five minute match major major match penalty. Yeah, and that means that an all you can eat power play was given to the caps meaning that for the duration of the five minutes you can score as many your team can score as many goals during the five minutes as you can possibly score well <laughs> they got one i'll take it i uh, will take it um we'll we'll be considering, discussing considering how the power play played during that five oh wait yeah oh, trust me we will be talking about that after the rundown here, but yeah, they were lucky to get the one, but yeah, like you, uh, I'll take it. Uh, waitress check, please. Uh, Marcus yeah. Johansson with his sixth, uh, Sonny, the cookie monster Milano with his assist, seventh assist. Wow. He's already got seven assists in his short time mm-hmm. with the cap that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like him. And, I hope if, if he sticks around, he's my next Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll stick. He, he needs a back check a little bit more for my liking, but I think he'll stick. Uh, captain with the secondary assist on that one. And so that put the caps up for good. Third period, Lars Eller uh, wipes it away with an empty netter, uh, minute six left in the game. And then uh, Alex Ovechkin with a pretty much obligatory another empty netter with yeah. four seconds left. That Eller one was, I think, three quarters of the way down the ice. He just kind of flipped it down there. It was 150, 140, 150 footer at least. Yeah. That yeah. that was that was beautiful. And right right smack in the middle of the net too. That that was pretty good. Yeah. It was, yeah. So Charlie Lindgren, number one star of this game, he, yeah. he really really carried the load. He faced uh, well, didn't face on paper, Charlie didn't face shots. a whole. 26 shots, he got 25 of them, but uh, quite a few of them, you know, high, high danger chances. Yanni Gord and, and yeah. Andre Burakovsky got two really good, yeah. corked two really good ones on him and damn near scored on high danger chances. And it, it, it got a little scary. It did. I'll, I'll admit. And uh, the, the penalty kill shut down the crack and power play and, yeah, pretty pretty good game all around. Uh, we got out hit, which I don't like, but uh, you know we'll we'll take mm-hmm. it. Twenty block shots for the Caps. Um, puck movement favored overall the Caps. Not too many giveaways or takeaways, so so you yeah. like to see that. Got thirty eight shots on goal. So for the most part, the Caps controlled the game. Were lapses here and there, and there was that power play thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. which was a big-ass lapse, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But other than that, uh, pretty pretty good game, pretty solid game all around. And, uh, yeah, it's a thing of beauty to watch. And the Caps are now one above Over 500. Take it. So you were at the game, my dear Cheryl Ann. And so uh, from your vantage point, uh, what, what, were, what was your takeaway? Um, it was actually, uh, I'm going to be honest right up front. I actually kind of almost thought we lost this. We we're going to lose this game just because Seattle had been pulling wins out of their asses for so long. Um, but then when Seattle, I think they lost the night before, right? When did they? Hold on, I'm looking something up real quick. I'll look right so along with they, you. They lost to Florida, then Montreal. So they won. They had been winning up until they beat us last Thursday. Then they lost to Florida. Then they lost to Montreal. And I was like, okay, now we got a chance to win this thing because they're coming off two losses. 
And um, I did expect it to be a little bit closer. But, um, yeah, we, we played, I mean, on the ice, on paper, it doesn't look like much. But on the ice, I think we flat out played them the entire game. And it was so much fun to watch. I mean, I the would say, into it. Yeah, a couple, couple quick things. I would say that the Caps outplayed the Kraken for about 85% of the game. Well, and, yeah, there is that. And there is that uh, little bit of lapse. Right. Regarding the Kraken, you and I you and I spoke about this last time we were on and mm-hmm. yeah, they were they were no joke to begin the season and up to about now. Um a friend of a friend of a friend though um has been doing some analysis and uh mm-hmm. transparency here also you know runs his you know betting runs you know a betting picks advocacy you know business right. so that 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 has something to do with it but um mm-hmm. he he was uh, I caught I caught one of his uh, his his early YouTube videos, and he he's like, yeah, the, look for the Kraken to start sliding because the the goalies haven't really been all that great lately, and they're they're starting you know they're starting to lose yeah. games, and they're 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 starting to show you know the, their first season form, they're really starting to backslide to who who they really are. So I think they kind of started the season on a high and just managed to maintain that, but. Uh, I, it doesn't. It doesn't look like they're going to hold on to that. Unfortunately, they'll they'll be a pesky yeah. team, um, but it would not surprise me if they fade out of the the playoff picture eventually towards the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, I I I still think they have it in them to at least play spoiler towards the end of the year. Oh, they will. Um, they will. But yeah, and and full disclosure, um, I did wear my Washington Capitals uh, Daniel Sprong jersey to the game. Of course, had to. Nothing, nothing wrong with that, and uh, I think Spronger had at least one or two good chances. Yeah, yeah, he game. did. He played pretty well. He unfortunately had to serve that all you can eat penalty, but yeah. he was in the box for five minutes. But that's okay. But no, he 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 played pretty well. I was kind of keeping half an eye on him. It was funny because yeah. the guy sitting next to me was giving me a little bit of grief. <laughs> I. I'm like, I'm still cheering for the Caps. It's just Sprong's my other boy, you know? The way it is. Sorry. Deal with it. Yeah. So uh, so it was a good game all around, but oi, that power play. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was I, so sloppy. I think that's probably the sloppiest I've seen it all year. On, I mean, it was know, literally, it was literally yeah. walk up to the zone, throw the puck in the zone. Turn give the, the puck, puck over. to Obi. Yeah, turn Re- the puck to Obi. Try to, yeah, try try to, to give the Obi. puck to Ovechkin. I can't believe Obi was on the ice, I think, almost that entire five minutes. I, I wouldn't. I think he, he was. I'm pretty sure he was because they, they said they something about They need to get him off the ice during the power play. If his unit's not on, get him off the ice so the poor man can rest. He's too old to be skating five minutes straight. <laughs> no, they... they <laughs> They were. They made. Uh, and I love thing, Yeah. No. They made a thing about that because they they said something about yeah he was on the whole five minute shift and uh, it, it wasn't even the longest the longest shift this season and it said something about Jack yeah. Hughes had a six minute shift or something like that. That's yeah, but Jack Hughes is what twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ovi's almost forty. People. Yeah, and that's uh, – but I was ready to about throw just about anything at my TV when I was seeing oh. that because, good God, what the hell were they doing? I don't know. I mean, they all they all look lost. Kuznetsov, Johansson, they acted like they did not know what in the hell to do once they crossed that blue yeah. line. And and it's not like Seattle was in their face and stuff, you know. It's not like Seattle was really doing a lot to try and contain them. I mean, they were doing their job, but they just—it's like they weren't seeing the shots, or they were so—they were just—I think they were just overthinking it. It's like we got five minutes, okay, let's see what we can do, and then they just started overthinking, and it just kind of blew to shit. 
Yeah, I I don't think I could have described it a- any better. It was, yeah, I don't remember Seattle really, you know, forechecking or or putting any pressure on. They just mm-hmm. they just sat back. Okay, you're gonna screw this up. Go ahead, do your thing. We're gonna let you do it. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna sit back here and watch you do it. That's it. I mean, seriously, for just about the entire five minutes, I'm like, what the what are you guys doing? And they'd be down there and there'd be a fucking open lane and they're just sitting there holding on to the puck looking for the next pass. It's like, guys, really? Come on. I if wish you do I was that, a- you're begging. If you're doing that, you're begging them to take the puck away from you. I wish I was at that game. I probably would have gotten been able to record some quality you know, <laughs> X-rated comments from you. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Oy. Because that, I, I mean, if you were half as angry as I was in, in the first four plus minutes of that mess, mm. boy, I'm Hopefully I'm surprised. I'm surprised the crowd didn't start booing because that. And then, yeah, and then you add a couple beers on top of it, you know. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then you're really gonna watch out. <laughs> No, but but thank goodness they finally they finally broke through and they you know I don't think I don't think they would have lost because they were still outplaying the Kraken for the most part. It would have been closer. It would have been a lot closer, and it would have been it might have even been a momentum killer had they not scored on that power play. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually had us in my head winning three two. So, um, yeah, I, I knew I knew it was going to be I knew it was going to be close, and it, you know, two empty net goals. If you think about it, you know, it, it really mm-hmm. was a lot closer than than the final score would would indicate. But you now, key key yeah. points of the game were Johansson finally breaking through on the power play, uh, Mantha getting the first goal, and then Charlie Lindgren taking over, and mm-hmm. and you know, just doing doing his job. And I, I think I am really proud of him. He has stepped up to the plate, and I think that's not not to take anything away from Kemper, but he's been playing. He's played a lot more consistently than Kemper. Kemper had some inconsistencies in his game over the last couple of weeks. So I mean, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm hoping I'm um, hoping he takes this time off to not only you know f- figure that out, but also of course heal whatever the hell it is that's ailing him. But I don't know. he took himself out, though. That's the weird thing. Well, I, I, I think he got I don't know. I, I, I think he might have got dinged in the head somehow on one of those one of those uh, exchanges. And, okay. and yeah, he's I think not I've heard something about that. Yeah, he's not. And, and of course, he had the eye injury last year. So he probably mm-hmm. wants to make absolutely certain he's not, you know, he's not yeah. having a case of the wobbles of the, or, you know, what happens when you're right. 15, 15 rounds with Jose Cuervo. You know, yeah, right. We've all been there. Well, most of us have anyway. Uh, <sighs> anyway. times that we care to remember. But I'm going <laughs> to take the, the goalie uh, discussion. Oh, boy, here we go again. A little bit further and, and kind of run with something you started uh, last time you were with us. And I think Lindgren at this point has earned some extra starts. I think mm-hmm. assuming the Caps can, you know, get it together and put a, a, a nice run together and maybe even secure a playoff spot the last month or so, he mm-hmm. might be the one starting most of the games before the playoffs if if they can get yeah. on such a run. Now, I, I don't know if that'll happen again, but I, I definitely think that Lindgren at this point has earned at least more than every fourth or fifth start. Absolutely. And I think, I think they ought to, they ought to play it like that. I think Kemper needs to be, you were concerned about his age. I think Kemper needs a bit more of a freshening as it were between games. So I think it would Mm -hmm. be best if they. Charlie, maybe to, you know, not only start him on the back to back, but maybe start him as the next, you know, give him maybe two starts instead of just the one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So Kemper starts the first game of the back-to-back. Lindgren starts the second one. They have a day off or whatever. Then Lindgren starts that game. Then Kemper goes back in. Yeah. We don't have a lot of real true back-to-back. Well, they've got it coming up. 
Well, speaking of which, let us check out the schedule for the previews of coming attractions. And of course, as we record this, it is uh, Sunday the 11th, and later on this evening, they go back out on the road to uh, uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Uh, still the uh, no, it's now the Canada Life Center. Canada Life Center. Yeah. Uh, Canada Life. Hmm. Ooh, uh, give me my Tim Hortons yeah. Timbits, eh? In a coffee. Can't, can't be any worse than the the what is it? The pizza parlor. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I just made a bad joke about Canadians. I, everybody knows I love Canadians. So. I heard you. I know. Okay. Anyway, so the yeah the eighteen seven and one Jets and um, this is going to be an interesting game because Jake Michael thought or thinks that their game is a kind of a bit smoke and mirror ish in that they're riding mm -hmm. Connor Hellebuck. So if they can put a lot of shots on net, the Caps. Maybe mm -hmm. they can eke out a win here. Otherwise, may want to chalk this up as a loss. Who knows? Um, it wouldn't piss me off. It wouldn't piss me off if the Caps lose this game. If they lose it badly and show no effort, yeah, it's going to tick me off. But Well, yeah. I, Jets, I think we have a chance to win this game. I really they, do. We're, we're on a three-game win streak. Now, yeah. granted, Edmonton, Philly, and Seattle aren't. Well, Edmonton probably more than Philly and Seattle top tier teams. Yeah, no, they're not. You know, we're not but, talking about teams that are, are, you know, blowing the doors off I of think, everybody. But still, three wins is three wins. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, hopefully that momentum carries us through. And it's not like they're, I mean, Winnipeg is on this side of the continent as opposed to all the way the over. So it's not like they've gone out west again. You know, they're sort of. They're at least on this side of the continent, so the travel isn't as bad. So I, I think I think we can win this one. It's going to be close. I'm thinking two one maybe. I mean, yeah, it's like it's going to be. It's just a matter of getting shots on the goal, and if we could do that and hold down what's his name, like we did McJesus and uh, Drysdale. Well, we, see, we that, that's the thing. That's the thing. Winnipeg doesn't have a, a McJesus. They 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 got a couple good guys in in you know Shifley and Wheeler, but that that's pretty much yeah. it as far as the the offense. Of course, uh, Dubois has been on a bit of a hot streak, eight points in his last few games. But I I don't yeah. I don't know how long Who's that's Winnipeg been playing though. Yeah, the, well, the the strength of their game is is their goaltending and and. Hellebuck's right. having a, a terrific season, 932 save yeah. percentage. That if they if the That's Caps good. can get 35 plus shots on net, and most of them of the, two. of the quality type, yes, that the numbers say they can get at least two. And if they do the job on defense, maybe just maybe they can eke out a point or or, or God forbid a win. But mm -hmm. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, later on uh, in the week. Tuesday, to be exact, it's uh, they're still on the road in Chicago against the Blackhawks. Um, I would like to chalk that up as a win, but sometimes that team kind of surprises you. So I don't yeah. know. I, I I wouldn't assume this is a win. They should win this game, but I don't know if they will yeah. win the game. If they show up and play their game, yes, they will win it. So I think that'll yeah, be that's 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 the key. They got to come in. It's like I said, these three wins, they finally re they're starting to click. They finally realized, hey, we know how to play this hockey game. Let's just let's do it and get it to, with the exception of the one power play. Let's right. do it and get it done. And if they Absolutely. keep that momentum going and they keep that chemistry going. Now, what's going to be really interesting is now with Alexia out and they're bringing up. Uh, Johansson, who is essentially a rookie, well, and McElrath, yeah, they, who they brought has been up, in the yeah, AHL they, forever. They, He's 30 years old, still in the AHL. It's like, ooh, right. who do you so, pair so, them with? So breaking news, if, if if by the time you get to this, you haven't heard, which I doubt, um, but breaking news, yes, uh, apparently uh, Eric Gustafson was um, injured or was taken out of the morning skate or the practice early this morning for unknown reasons um speculation is that there's some sort of injury unfortunately we don't have a whole lot of information much like alexiev status um i'm i'm assuming alexiev will be on concussion protocol for a while so well, yeah Tom posted he's on injured reserve so uh alexiev is mm. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, it's probably probably best we can hope for because, I mean, you get dinged in the head he, like that. Uh, he got more than pinged. He was on ice for a good minute or two. Yeah. He had he, a hard I, time getting up. I, yeah, he had a hard time getting up. I, I got a good look at his face, and mm. he looked okay. His eyes looked okay. He it didn't have that glazed-over look, and he was able to move under his own power. But he, yeah, he was probably hearing the bells ringing when when he tried to get up. So, yeah, there's no telling how long he's going to be out. And that's. Uh, you talk about a hard luck story. You know, every time he gets it together, he he gets hurt. And yeah, he's. He, I, I thought I thought you know he was he was doing pretty well for himself. You know, bottom six and not, you know, not doing anything to to hurt his own cause. But you know, mm-hmm. he get like I say, he gets going again. Now he get now he's hurt again, and unfortunately, he he's got to wait to come back. He's going to miss even more time. So it's. Yeah. You're going to start to wonder, well, when when is he going to get that chance? He'll get another chance, but the knock on him now is can he stay healthy? But, of course, not that this right. was his fault, but. No, no, no. Anyway, but I'd like I'd like to, I, th- I, I think we can pull both of those out of our butts and win those games. I yeah. think win, Winnipeg tonight in Chicago. I, I mean, again, assuming the team that's shown up for the last three games shows up, we can win those games. The next two, I am not as optimistic, unfortunately. They come back home uh, no. to Cap 1 Thursday night, the 15th, and it mm-hmm. is against the, the Dallas Stars, who yeah. are tearing it up. And, uh, yeah, courtesy of Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to chalk that one up as a loss because we, well, on top of everything else, they never seem to do well against Dallas home or road. So no. it, it I don't think we're going to get clobbered, but we're going to. I don't think we'll get clobbered, lose. but. It'll something I, like 4-2 maybe. Yeah, Dallas but just has a lot of firepower this year. And, yeah, I, I think it'll be mm-hmm. something like a 4-2, 5-2 game, something like that. Yeah. Um, who start is Linger? I'm assuming Lingren starting tonight. I didn't. But, but anyway. Lindgren, and then Lind- Toronto. yeah, they have they have Lindgren down as, as the starter, as far as I can tell, and okay. uh, uh, of course uh, Hunter Shepard, who was called up, who uh, rumor has it is uh, challenging Milano for uh, fro best fro on the team. Oh, I haven't seen a picture of him yet. I will have to look it up. Oh yeah, you, anyway, you, you so, need to see him in a hat when he takes it I'll, off. I'll, I'll take a look. I'll look. But anyway, <laughs> moving on to Toronto. Sammy's back. Uh, uh, I was hoping. Well, well, that that's going to be very interesting if if he gets the start and 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 they play well. And yeah, look, I'm not going to waste too much time with this. Except I'm going to give another warning. If if the Caps lose and it so happens that Samsonov has like 35 saves and standing on his head, look. Stop with the wishing to have Sammy back because it's not like he would do the same thing if he were still on the caps. Get over it. Exactly. He's got a better defense in Toronto. Right. Not a great defense. He's got, well, he's got a team that knows how to hang onto the puck in front of him. Well, yeah, that too. Or, you know, and no, and can outscore, doesn't have, you know, half their lineup on the injured list and, and has people that, can put the puck in the net or keep the puck in the opposite zone for long stretches. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly. the difference. Exactly. Okay. I said it. It doesn't matter who you have in goal. If you don't have a good defense in front of you, it doesn't matter. Right. So no more wishing for Vanacek or Sammy back because they would Please not God, magically, no. they would not magically make this team better if they were back on the caps. Okay. Yeah, they'd be in the same boat they're in last year. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm totally with you. I they've moved on. Let them go. Let them play their game. Be happy for them. Yeah, because I, I you look, I'm I'm gonna make full disclosure. I'm tired of seeing the I miss Sammy, I miss VV, I miss these guys. Why can't they be back? I am sick of seeing those posts. I really am. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna go it a step further here because I'm I'm feeling kind of piss and vinegary ish here. All right. 
One of my favorite reporters, my favorite beat reporters who writes for uh, Washington Hockey Now, Sammy Silver. I love what she does. But she put out a tweet that gave the stats for Samsonov this year. And I don't know why she, why the hell she did that, because what was the point of that? Like, Because like you who said, cares? who cares and different defense. What What was the point? What was the point of that tweet? What was the point of singling that out? Yeah, he's doing better. Okay, so what? He's on a different team that has a totally different structure. Okay? Mm -hmm. If he were on the Caps, he would not be doing any better. He would just be a year older. That's it. And again, again, these two guys still being on the Caps would not magically make the team better. This team would still be where it's at right now. (laughs) Maybe not. Well... But or well or worse. That's a whole different issue. Yeah. Or worse. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly worse even because the goaltending wouldn't be as consistent. What it is, right. So look, stop wishing for these guys who are not on the team anymore to come back. It ain't gonna happen. Just like Trotz. He ain't coming. Pardon me. Just like Trotz. Well, no, he doesn't want to come back. Not as long as BMAC is still in charge, but that's a whole other story. But yeah, wishing these people, podcast. yeah, w- wishing these people to come back isn't going to change the fortunes of this year. We've got what we've got. Back the guys that we've got now, okay? Yep. I, I, you know, look, I I am tired of so-called fans not giving these guys a chance because oh i want these guys back because they're doing better on another team now well, what bullshit Long's doing better in seattle i'm happy for him i think it's great he's getting finally getting a chance to do what he can do he didn't get that chance here i'm glad he's got a chance out there same with burakovsky same with jeff schultz grubauer all of those guys colby in dallas a couple years ago you know be happy for them they're doing what they love to do, and they're getting a chance, a better chance to do it than they got here. You know? Yeah, and that that that's all we're saying here. Look, you know, because it it's okay if you miss them, but it's another thing Absolutely. entirely. I, oh yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's okay. It's not okay to miss them. I miss Daniel Strong. But this was the point. This was the point Anna but was trying to make with me a couple weeks ago. It, it's okay to miss them. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm fine with that. But wishing them back. Because they're having yeah. a better year, ridiculous. Right, right, right. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you right up, straight up. I would love to see Sprong back in a Caps uniform because I think he got shafted. But at the same time, he wasn't getting what he needed here. He would be right back. He would be right back. He would where be he was. right back on the bench. Exactly. So guess what? He's doing well in Seattle. He's not a superstar. He'll never be a superstar. I'm okay with that. I still like the guy. And we were making fun of but him he's a, a, doing little, a lot a little earlier. So much better. Well, he is. He is because he's getting the chance. And I would like he's to think we were making chance. fun of him a little bit earlier, but I would like to think that Laviolette maybe learned a lesson from that. And that's why Milano's mm-hmm. getting the chance that he's getting. Yeah. So the whole thing with Sprong may actually be a good thing all around. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why, you know, because McMichael was headed in the same direction. Laviolette finally, I'm, I'm telling you, I think Scott Allen's in, in his ear. Well, I, I hope so, because he seems to be a voice of reason, which is what we were all hoping for. But I, it, was, it, was, it was looking pretty dicey there, like, like he was losing the room. But I'm, I'm hoping maybe this, you know, the, the road swing kind of, and road trips have, I've said it time and again, road trips have an effect on, that kind of effect on team. They, they, Mm-hmm. They allow a team who maybe had some, you know, parts that weren't as familiar to kind of gel because you're all together. Yeah. You're not going to your own home and, you know, you're all together in a hotel and, and on the trips and all that. And it, it allows the team to bond. And I think maybe just maybe finally they turn that corner and, you know, allow that chemistry to kind of just brew and get that, you know, get that, you know, final Final specimen, you know, final that that final 
glass of beer to, to finally brew properly. And it, it's a, right. it, it open. I'm, I'm openly dedicating that because uh, uh, the, the guy, one of the guys you met last night, Pete, uh, he's, I don't know if mm-hmm. he still does it, but he, he actually ran his own microbrewery for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if he still does. I'm. I'm sure he does. Brews on occasion. He was a great yeah. guy, and it was great yeah. to meet Robbie too. Yeah. So uh, Robbie... let's, Yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit to to wind things up. Um. So uh, we're all all about the fan experience, of course. Here. So uh, yeah, I look. I let me get this out of the way first, though. But I could not. I mean, I was gushing with pride in that. Here's three people that in my mind anyway, could not be totally different. I have two things in common. They're all my friends and they're all Caps fans. Right. And that's it. And it looks like everybody hit it off. We did. It was great. I mean, we so, didn't spend a lot of time together, maybe 10 minutes or so because it was between periods. But, I mean, still, we made that connection. You know, Robbie said he wants to try to get me on his podcast. I think we're going to try and do it Monday. Let's see. Um, yeah, we're, so, so we're doing, yeah, we're doing, uh, uh, what, what Robbie, uh, well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you've uh, been through his, his show, but what Robbie usually does mm-hmm. is, um, they, they have the caps section on first and right. uh, they've usually, you know, they usually start at seven this year. They've had to start at nine. Um, yeah. so it's actually worked probably, for me cause I have a class till eight and I don't get okay. until eight thirty. So. So I'm sure uh, watch for a message from him and yeah, yeah. He'll probably he'll probably uh, ask you to be on. I'm, I'm actually going to be on tomorrow night with him. So. Oh, you, me and Robbie, this should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, um, that'll be fun. In fact, uh, after we get off here, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to suggest that if he didn't already have that in mind um, to talk about the, uh, the last few games. So that, yeah. He usually lets us kind of uh, lets Anna and me kind of, you know, try and sell the podcast. So that's about what we talked about. So that that's uh, yeah, that's hopefully that'll work out so that we all three of us can be on tomorrow night. I, I tell you, Caps fans are the best. I mean, they are. I've made so many connections over the last couple of years. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've known some some great people and some of some of you out there have had the pleasure of meeting in person and hopefully that that'll continue. Um, I, uh, half disclosure, I have a lot more free time on my hands. So hopefully uh-huh. I will be meeting a lot of you, a lot more of you in person. That's my goal and my plan anyway. But yeah, I, I could not have been more prideful of more proud of, of, I, I feel like, I, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I kind of feel like that had I not created this podcast, um, I mean, maybe, maybe just, maybe you might not have met, I don't know, but I, I look I at that know. and it's like, wow, you know, all, all these different people that, that, you know, have me in common coming together. I mean, it's, it, right? I'm sorry. It blows my mind. It does. Oh, it's a good thing. It's it's yeah it's 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 a good thing. So meeting new fans always always a great thing. And and as we say, if you want to come on the show, and and have your say, you want to you know talk about caps hockey is always have an open mm-hmm. invitation here. And uh, yeah. just just before we get wind things up here, just want to mention something else. So last night I was on um, something called the DMV Sports Show, and it's hosted by a uh, a young African American gentleman named Rasul McGee. And I just came across this show a few weeks ago. I was looking for other places to post a podcast with and uh, gave a listen to his show uh, there. They're, uh, they, they, of course, uh, they're, they're fans of all teams in the DMV area, of course. Um, admittedly, uh, they have some that aren't as up on hockey. So Rasul asked me to be on last night to kind of clear up some you know, some hockey terms of pass on some hockey knowledge. And of course I, I was glad to do that. And, uh, in turn, he let me, you know, you know, plug the podcast, of course, but that's, you know, that's what we're all about. It doesn't matter your knowledge level. If you're just starting out in the game, starting out in the caps fan, or if you've been you know, watching the team and hockey for, you know, 40 plus years, like me, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or others whose age I will not give out. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's uh, that, that's what we're all about here. So I, again, I, I could not be happier for uh, the reach out and and we're you know not I, I kind of hate that I, I feel like I'm bragging, but I, I kind of feel like others are coming to us. Other Caps fans are coming to us and feeling like, you know, we're, we're the point of contact. And, hey, you know, I want to get to know more about the game. I want to meet new people. And I think that's that's really our niche. And, and, and Cheryl, I just want to thank you because publicly because, you know, I, you're, you've been a big part of that these, this last year and a half. Because I, I think uh, between you and Anna and Robbie and, and uh, you know, Doug and a lot of the folks that have come on, you know, you, you've all proven that, you know, th- this show is is a great outreach center for Caps fans of all walks of life. And so I just I just want to take time to thank you for that. Uh, you're very welcome. It's been my pleasure. And I truly enjoy this. And thanks to Anna for allowing me to fill in when she's not around. <laughs> well, I know y'all kind of joke. I know y'all kind of joked around about me taking over for her, but no, 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 that'll never happen. She, well, she is the one and only mermaid, and yes. I am happy to be the backup. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I'm not going to make. Uh, Probably, probably not going to make a goalie comparison. Com- consider what we were talking about just now, but yes, that no, that is let's that not. is no. Let, let's not go there, but that that is definitely true. And uh, Anna, thank goodness, will be will be back with us next week. Um, I'm kind of iffy on the Christmas scheduling. We're probably um, I'm toying with the idea of a Chris recording Christmas Eve, but I don't know what anybody's plans are. I might just go solo um or if anybody wants to come on with me that weekend definitely not going to record christmas day that's just ridiculous but um, unfortunately i'll have family in town so yeah i'm toying with the idea of recording maybe a quick show on on christmas eve anybody wants to come on with me then uh we we will have games to cover at least i might do a quick rundown just solo and nothing special but just a point of point of disclosure: if uh, you're interested in something like that, you find uh, you got a lot, you got some free time, maybe in the afternoon of uh, Christmas Eve, Saturday the 24th. Then uh, you're more than welcome to come on with me. But yeah, that that's probably all we're going to do for for that week, and then um, then we're just going to resume the regular. Of course, New Year's Eve is is that next weekend, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um. Okay, so will uh, yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think we've uh, gone on long enough for one week. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's 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 happy time. So uh, it, you know, meeting new people and you know, three wins out of three, six standing points out of six games or three games. Hell yeah, I will take that any week, any day, any time. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. So, um, okay. So, uh, C4, do you have anything, any final words, anything you want to get out there, anything else you want to get off your chest? I know you had a lot this week. <laughs> no, actually I'm good. Uh, just all in all, just very pleased with the boys performance this week. Hope we can keep the momentum going and win a few more games before the end of the year. And, uh, let's go cats, man. I think I, I am not giving up on this team. I think I think we're going to be just fine come playoff time. I am glad you said that, especially the part about not giving up. So I want I want you guys listening, you on the other side of the earbuds, the speakers, what have you. I want to take this message very, very seriously. Don't give up on this team. A lot of you out there, you know who you are, were very quick to give up on this team when they were going through their losing streak. And admittedly, yes, it looked bad, but there's no reason to, especially now that you see what this team is capable of doing once they're fully committed, as I mentioned earlier. If you think about it, okay, so I'll give you an example, all right? Before all of the results of the other games, after they beat Seattle, all right, the Washington Capitals were how many? How many points away from a playoff spot? One. Uh, hold on one second. One. Uno. Hana. Uh. Eins. Point away from a playoff spot. That's mm-hmm. how competitive the division is this year. The conference is mm-hmm. this year. One point. 
And had the Islanders lost, they would they would have maintained that. Yeah. And I right think. now it's it's right now it's like three. Okay, so don't give up mm-hmm. on this team. They've got it in them. And if they yep. can still, if they you know if they can still last even with all these bloody injuries that keep creeping up, so be it. Don't give up on this team. Stop wishing for the for the lottery pick. Okay, cut that out. If you're a real Caps fan, you won't be wishing for that. Okay, wish for them to have a, another great season. Be a fan. Yeah. Back this team. That's all I yep. ask. Yep. All right. Out. Um, so for that, uh, we're going to wrap, wrap it up here. Thank you again, Cheryl Ann, for coming on with us. We'll have the mermaid back next week. Same okay. bat channel, same bat time, blah, blah, blah. So this will, this is the blue liner on point signing off and reminding you. He's already that, laughing. So this should be fun. <laughs> well, Go ahead. I once drank some holy water accidentally while I uh, attended church mm-hmm. right before I took a laxative. <laughs> I started a religious movement right after that. <laughs> oh my God. Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. Let's go, Caps. Oh, my goodness. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.